0: Welcome to the My Chicago Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Rubin. I met today's entrepreneur in her shop, and I just loved her energy and invited her to be on the podcast on the spot there in her store. In this episode, Anna Romo, the co-owner of the Chicago Makers Pop-Up Shop located at 2064 North Damon Avenue, discusses starting the pop-up store for Chicago-based crafters and makers with her business partner, Monica Little, back in November 2020. They have such a unique business model, not only selling locally handmade items, but also helping the entrepreneurs behind the products succeed in getting their business up and running. We also dig into the details on their engagement, training, and services they offer their maker community, and what all is involved in participating in their shop and community. And finally, we dig into their exciting details about expanding this holiday season to a location in Westtown and Wicker Park over the next month or so. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode with Anna Romo of the Chicago Makers Pop-Up. Welcome to the My Chicago Podcast, Anna. I am thrilled that you're here. I know we've met in person, but I'd love to share your story with my listeners. So if
1: you want to introduce yourself and share about your business, I'd love to hear it. Oh, sure. Thank you so much, Carrie, for having me here. I'm Anna Romo, and I am the co-owner of the Chicago Makers Pop-Up Shop with Monica Little and currently we have a location in bucktown um but we started actually last year during the pandemic in november so do you want me to kind of go into, into i would love that? yeah
0: I, I think it was a brilliant idea tell me thank more you.
1: thank you okay so definitely just kind of fell into it um last year during the pandemic i lost my job overnight as a massage therapist and Normally my, my go-to would be working in hospitality, serving tables, but obviously couldn't do that. So a few months after being laid off, I ordered a candle making kit because I was always burning candles. I was practicing a lot of yoga and meditation to kind of help me through the whole quarantine and pandemic and everything. And it was really helping me a lot. Um, And then eventually after that, that kit turned into virtue alchemy candle co, which is my company. And what I wanted to do was connect with more local women-owned businesses. And so basically a long story short is that I met Monica um, just searching through hashtags on Instagram and I reached out to her. (laughs) And she is, Monica Little is the owner of Plant-Based Beauty. So it's an organic skincare line here in Chicago. And um, we basically just started sending each other recommendations of what markets to sell at, what stores to reach out to. And so we kind of started this online friendship based on like Here's some pointers and here's what you can do and how's it going and what's working for you. Mm-hmm. So after a few months of doing that, that was in August, we connected on Instagram. We actually met for coffee for the first time in October. And it was over that coffee that we were like, man, what are we going to do when all the markets end? You know, all of the usual holiday markets are being canceled because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I had actually found a empty storefront in Wicker Park that I wanted to use for a separate reason. I had started another business for self-care earlier, uh, right before the pandemic hit, Mm. and I wanted to be able to host, like, socially distanced um, retreats. And so the retreat would be, like, a little bit of massage, meditation, yoga, journaling. Cool. Yeah. It was really cool. But, and the space was going to be great for that. But having this conversation with Monica, I was like, well, you know what? I found this empty storefront. What if we do like an indoor market and we just rotate vendors every weekend and, um, we just help people that we know. And she goes, well, what if we open a store and we actually help more people? And I was like, whoa, what? Mm -hmm. I'm like, how many people are you thinking? She's like, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20. And I was like, whoa, whoa, let's try 15. Um, but so what we did was first, we started by just going to look at the space. So I was like, here, why don't we go look at it? And she really liked it too. So after we saw the space, we got the keys and this was at this point, it was like October 23rd or something like, and we really wanted to open on November 1st. So that way we could like capitalize Holy on cow, crunch holiday. time, <laughs> crunch time. So literally the only time Monica and I had spent together was a couple hours over coffee. And all of a sudden we decided to open a store together. So oh my goodness, we, like thankfully, like I, we have some friends and like my husband's super handy and her husband was willing to help. So we like made all the shelving ourselves, went on Facebook marketplace to find tables and stuff to fill it with. We asked people that we knew, Hey, do you want to do this pop-up with us? We're going to do our best to make sure everyone has a great holiday season despite the pandemic. And then we did a call for makers on our brand new Chicago makers, pop-up shop, Instagram. And we ended up having 27 small business owners who were willing to just like take this leap of faith with us. So within a week we had built out, merchandised, started to market our shop and we opened our doors on November 1st and it was wild. So like, it just, it went really, really fast, but something that Monica and I always talk about is when, when you're in alignment with what lights you up and gets you excited things just happen, but a lot of it too is taking those risks and just trying it, you know, like we had 27 other people that were like, okay, yeah, I'll take this gamble with you. And we were all gambling because we didn't know it was going to happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, two months into it, we had so much support both from the community, the neighbors of Wicker Park and from other parts of the city and even suburbs coming in to check us out. I mean, the local news was so, amazing with helping us get the word out. We created great relationships with a lot of producers and writers and that's awesome. Um, it was really cool, you know, and it was just from us being genuine and excited. And we started coming up with all of these ways to get around like restrictions that were happening. So like initially we really wanted to be able to still bring in the small business owners, kind of like a market experience, a pop-up experience with the mm-hmm. customer, mm-hmm. but like uh, 2 weeks after we opened there was new restrictions on capacity right. so we went from being able to have 11 people in the store to 6 and we were like okay well it wouldn't make sense for like one of us to be working plus one of the makers and then we can only have four customers at a time so we're like well how else can we get that experience to our like customer base our audience base on Instagram and so that's when we started doing Instagram live meet the makers which is something that we still do and um yeah. It's just been a lot of like experimenting and trying out something new and like kind of pivoting a lot, but that's kind of the awesome nature of being a pop-up where we're still in the startup phase. We're still less than a year old and we just keep trying new things to see what works, what sticks, what should we adjust? So it's been wild.
0: That is a crazy ride. Yeah. You're coming up right on a year and going through all the ups and downs of pandemic changes. And I think it was a smart idea because that's where a lot of people do their shopping is like in those fairs that happen around the holidays, like the the one of a kind show downtown. And um, I know Renegade probably, that didn't happen last year, did it? No. No. Yeah. So I I love that. And I know, I suspect that starting your own uh, crafting business and getting a following and selling your product can be really challenging.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that was something that was brand new for me. Like, and also like for Monica, her business was only maybe a little bit over a year old at this point. And she had just left her full-time job in December of 2019. Wow. That's cool. She left her, she left her corporate, like comfortable, steady income job to pursue plant-based beauty. And then the pandemic hit. Um, so it was like, it was a lot of learning and growth. Like not only do you, yeah. not only do you, how do you build a business, but how do you build a business during a pandemic? Right. Which was just so wild. So it was really cool because naturally we just, as we were experimenting with new things, with lives, with bios, with just doing different features on our Instagram, we started like creating this community within our store and it became a very collective effort to like get the word out, to do the marketing. So it's been really awesome.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. So tell me a little bit more about the setup. Now I said you started, you had your idea about 15 at a time and you rotate through that a little bit. So how do people get featured in the, in the shop and what, how does that all work?
1: Yeah. So it's definitely been an evolution as well. Like we, we literally would reach out to people and they'd be like, oh, no, thanks. Like, I don't know who the heck you are. Like, why would I, (laughs) why would I do this? But now it's been really cool that we've been able to establish relationships with enough makers and like we show up enough places that now we are able, when we say like, Hey, we think your category, like your products would be great for this category. We'd love to have you in here. Mm -hmm. So a few things about our shop, if people want to get involved, um, we've created a, inner circle Facebook group. And so that's for any local Chicago maker to join. And it's a place to network, ask questions. We host Facebook live Q and A's on different small business topics. Um, People can share in a monthly promotions thread if they're hosting pop-ups and stuff. So it's been a really great way to create community and also start sharing when we have opportunities available. Mm -hmm. So we really try to keep competition down within each category. So, you know, for polymer clay earrings and jewelry. That's a really popular category, but instead of having 10 people who sell that we have one Mm -hmm. and it's just so they can get the experience of being in the store. And so um, we do have a wait list, but whenever we do need to filter out through a new pop-up cycle, which is usually every three months, we reach out to people on our wait list. And yeah. And it's been really cool to be able to like connect with people. We also started hosting um, pop-up events within the store. This year we hosted four pop-up markets which was really cool so we got to help more people have more exposure to a bigger audience as, as well.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so the rotating it out every weekend that I when you first said that I was like, "Oh my god, that seems like a lot."
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, so the the weekends, yeah, that's that that would be a lot. But yeah, we really try like every few months and what we do first is we ask our current vendors, "Would you like to stay or do you have other opportunities?" And so mm-hmm it's been really cool to see like when the small business owners who have been in the shop do go on to other opportunities. A lot of times it's to take whatever they've learned from the shop and now they're hosting their own markets, their own pop-up events. They're, they've gone full-time into their art. So they've left a job, which Mm -hmm. is just so cool. Um, it's just been awesome. One of, one of our vendors who came in just for a pop-up event, actually did an Instagram workshop class with us and then our coaching program. And she actually opened her own store as well. Oh, so wow. It's been really cool. Like we've become so much more than just a store. We're not just shelf space. And we really want to keep that going, like that momentum of being something totally different to the small business community in Chicago.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And I love that you do the the Facebook group to network with people and, and share best practices and things like that. I think that's such an important part of, being an entrepreneur is connecting with other people who have gone down the same path and helping the people coming behind you sort of a thing. Um, So is it, do they? you get a percentage of the sales or do they pay to be in the store? How does that work?
1: So the way that we have done it up to this point was a membership fee because we offer so much. um, That's a lot of value. (laughs) Yeah. So we, we charge a membership fee to be a member of the shop and that's where you're getting like like the connections I mentioned before with like producers and journalists. So we've, we've helped the members of our shop get their own features on the news or in like journalistic um, publications. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've helped them get into other stores. I mean, what other store helps their members get into other stores? So we actually provide a, a retail list in Chicagoland areas. And we say, yeah, here's the best way to here. Here's a list of stores. Here's where they're located here's the vibe, see what's good for you and go and like, try to get into more stores. Um, The membership also comes with uh, support. So we did 30 minute one-on-one calls to like help create goals. And we were doing like zoom calls for a while with everybody that we could talk about different topics. And then from there, it's a small commission that we take out as, as long as people are um, like sharing on their Instagram feed. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to keep like that collective marketing going. So it was a membership plus the commission, mm-hmm. but for for Q4, we're going to do things a little bit differently. People have a choice if they want to either do the membership with all this extra support, or mm-hmm. if they feel like they're far along enough that they literally just want shelf space. So again, it's like another new, um, experiment yeah. in, in our evolution to see kind of, okay, how does this go this time? Yeah. And you mentioned something too about expanding. Yes. So Tell me we're more. So, yeah, we're so excited because we are going to be opening two pop-up shops this holiday season. So we'll have three total. We're opening two more, and one of them, uh, we're actually building this Friday. We're getting the keys for West Town. Um, so we'll be at eighteen twenty-one West Chicago Avenue in West Town cool. with another thirty unique makers. And then November first, we're going to be going back to our original location in Wicker Park. So that'll be at one, two, seven, nine, North Milwaukee. Awesome. Yeah. So That's we're going to so be cool. helping nearly a hundred small business owners, um, this holiday season, whereas last year it was, you know, around 30. That's fantastic. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Yes.
0: <laughs> so we've covered a lot of ground. Is there anything else you want to share about your business before we close out?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I just know that it's really unique what we do. Like we're helping small business owners connect with their customers on more than just product on the shelf base. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for anything in particular, we're always happy to try to help connect you with makers. So we love helping them make commissions and um, just put you in touch with them personally. It's really important to us that That community feel goes beyond just our store. We want it to, we want to be recognized in our, in the neighborhood as the go-to place for the perfect small business, like gift or home decor item. And yeah, we're just, we're so excited to be on this journey. And if anyone has questions about how to join, they're always welcome to reach out to us on our website or send us an email, our Instagram, we're super active. Uh, super active you got so many fun
0: things going on
1: over there we always got stuff going on but and just thank you also like thank you for for bringing me on to be able to share this story um you know this this kind of exposure really helps these small business owners grow they I mean this literally is helping people's dreams come true that want to go full-time into their businesses that they started as hobbies or as pandemic pivots so thank you yeah,
0: you bet. My pleasure. And I love helping small business owners as well. I think, you know, it, you are the shining example of how it just takes a little bit of grit and pivoting and making a go of it. And I love showcasing these stories because it's, it's super cool. And like people that take a chance, cause it's, it's a little, probably a little scary just going and throwing, jumping right in and seeing what happens.
1: Yeah, it is scary. It is really scary, but It's been so rewarding and it's really awesome to see how like the fact that in our store, the maker sets their own price and they get like, you're directly supporting them when Mm -hmm. you buy their item Mm -hmm. and anything else is going towards us paying our team members. We were able to hire on five team members this year to help. Yeah. So like we're actually creating jobs during the pandemic, which is just crazy that that has been able to come out of this thing that just happened. And you just
0: made it up out of nowhere. Like there's probably no business model for doing this sort of thing.
1: I don't think so. No. I mean,
0: like a sustainable business. Certainly there's lots of craft fairs and things like that, but like a, an ongoing business um, didn't have anything to go off of. So
1: no. And like, I have no retail experience. Monica has no retail experience. So it's been very like, what can we, what are we, what can we do intuitively? What can we do from reading? I mean, how can we leverage all of the knowledge and wisdom of the incredible small business owners and artists that we get to feature? Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been awesome. It's truly been a community effort. I love it.
0: Yeah. All right. Hit me up with some nominations.
1: Mm. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I think what I'll do is I'll vote for, for someone from each store. Is that okay? okay? Cool. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, um, let's say all things coop beauty. So she makes amazing like soaps and body care products. She's amazing. Um, I would say mad Harriet ceramics, um, beautiful, beautiful pieces there. Cool. And
0: it's hard. It's like picking your favorite children, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't put it that way. <laughs> oh my god, I love everybody. Um and let's say Maya Salsa. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's a good
0: div- diverse type of uh, makers, the little yes. different products yeah. that they sell. I love
1: Definitely. it. Lots of different businesses, but they're all amazing and and yeah, they should all be checked out and hopefully you get a chance to chat with them. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here, Anna. I loved talking with you. You're such a ball of energy. It's so fun. I love to support (laughs) you. you.
1: (laughs) Oh, I appreciate it. I literally, I could talk about this stuff forever. So thank you. Thank you so much for, for inviting me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure.
0: I have to say, I'm just so impressed with Anna, both her enthusiasm and aspiration, as well as taking the leap and figuring it out as she went. I wish her and Monica, as well as all their maker entrepreneurs, all the best this holiday season. You can find links to Anna's nominated businesses as well as the addresses for all three of her locations at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash Chicago dash makers dash pop-up or by visiting the the podcast social media pages on Instagram and Facebook at mychicagopodcast. Finally, be sure to choose local this holiday season and help support a fellow Chicagoan maker by shopping at the Chicago makers pop-up shop at one of their three locations, 2064 North Damon Avenue in Bucktown, 1821 West Chicago Avenue in Westtown, which opens October 6th. And finally, 1279 North Milwaukee Avenue in Wicker Park, which opens on November 1st. Thanks for listening, Chicago. See you next week.